Welcome back to episode 100, the big 100 of the MP Dude. This is Jeff, the MP Dude, giving nurse practitioners voice. That's all of our voices, guys. I know I've been uh, kind of in a, a, a week off vacation here, so it's been a little while since I've posted, but I was really sick last week, and, and to be honest with you, with upper respiratory infection, it didn't sound good. It wasn't coming out good. I don't think I could have gotten through it without coughing 5,000 times, and I'm still feeling a little under the weather, so I'm fighting it, but I wanted to get out to you guys, I wanted to get something to you, and I wanted to do something special for you guys for episode 100, it's just a plain old show, that's it, that's all we get, it's a plain old show, you know why, because I'm in my car, I can't do anything cool, I wanted to do something like interviews or something funky or something cool, I just can't fit it in my schedule, it's just too busy, I can't do it. I want to, but I just can't. So anyways, you get just me, and um, that's okay, right? We're at like 14, 50, I don't know, 80, 58, I don't know. It's up there. I, I really haven't done much. In the, that last show, um, I had 4,150 downloads on that last show. That blew it away by like a couple thousand. That's like the most I've ever had. It was amazing. And I'm going to cough, too. I know I'm going to cough, and I apologize. <coughs> Sorry. I'm stuck behind a school bus. This isn't going to work. You guys are going to have to get out of my way. I don't care for your kids. Get out of my way, Mr. Bus. Um, 1480, 1458, I think, is what the number was. And this kid's sashaying across the street. Come on, dude. You're in high school. You can pick up the pace. Um... So that's pretty impressive. That's a huge number. And we had a huge number of downloads. It was amazing. So I got like, I don't know, 50 or like 40 some people liking the show without me doing a thing. I posted barely on Facebook. I haven't even hardly been on Facebook. I saw a couple things I commented on and that was it. I just have been working around the house. I went camping with the kids last weekend. I had to clean all that stuff up. I've been sick. You know, this, that, and the other thing. A lot going on. But um, it's busy and fun. So as long as we're having fun, it doesn't matter. What do we want to talk about today? I didn't get any response from anybody. You guys are all a bunch of slackers. I'm telling you. I put that post out on my Facebook thread and uh, said, uh, hey, what do we want to listen to? Anything special for episode 100? I got nothing. Crickets. That's it. So if I'm not pumping out shows, people, I think, just kind of forget. You know, They're not uh, going back and listening. Or they've listened to everything and they're bored and they're moved on. I get that. I do that too. So I'm sorry for uh, the delay. But uh, we'll get back to it. I'm not quitting the show. It's just uh, sometimes things there's a hiccup in life. It just takes time. So today, let's talk about something that I think is kind of neat. I've been kind of reading up on this over the last couple days because it's going to hit us all. It's going to hit us all in a bad way. Just my opinion. Um, it's going to be a pain in the booter. Intersection. And don't run into me. All right, now we can cruise. So, um, Macra is a law that was passed in 2015 and it's, I, I don't remember the acronym, but it's basically the Medicare and CHIP Reallocation Act or something like that. So basically it comes down to that it's the way they're going to the, uh, modify funding for Medicare and CHIP and a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm sure that they don't talk about in the title that I haven't read the law. I don't care what the law is because the pertinent information I want to talk about today is what's going to impact us. And this is specific to Medicare, but I envision that it's going to be everybody because everybody kind of follows Medicare, whether it's Medicaid and it's all CMS or it's, um, or it's the private insurances. They all kind of jump on board with this thing. And what am I talking about? It's the Merit Based Incentive Program or MIPS is the other name for it, right? And, and MIPS is going to be coming out here 
it's hitting this year, 2017. What it does is it sets up the standards for payment based upon quality rather than on quantity or just the claim that you make against their insurance. Like, uh, you know, you came, they came in, they were sick, you treated them for, you know, medical decision making and, uh, you know, these many body systems and all that stuff and you came up with a 99213. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but now they're adding in more codes that we have to report that will indicate whether we meet quality-based standards. We've been kind of doing this in my office for our, since I've been there, and so it's kind of not new to me. <clears throat> but the problem is is that now it's going to be your reimbursement is going to be tied to it. We were doing it to get ahead of the game because according to MACRA, even though 2015 the law was enacted, 2017 was going to be the transition year. So if you do zero of the core measures in this year, in this reportable year, for Medicare you're going to lose 4% next year on your reimbursements. I, I think it's a year in, in arrears because I don't know how they can affect, make you do it this year because your reporting hasn't been done yet. So I think it's next year. So I think you lose 4% next year. If you do like half of the core measures or half of the year or something like that, it's like some percentage of the transition, then you get like um, nothing. It's like flat. You stay the same next year. If you did some... Now, the definition of sum is probably very subjective and and depends on who you talk to. So if you, you know do five patient charts with core measures on it, you're probably not going to get your, you're going to lose your 4% is my bet. So it's probably, you know, so many months out of the year that you've got reported these codes in your charting system and um, you'll get, you'll stay flat for next year. And then, and then if you transition completely in year 2017, then you actually get a bump up of upward of, I think, 9%. So it's actually a pretty decent chunk up. So it's pretty important that people do this if you want your, your Medicare reimbursements to, to stay the same or what, what I'm envisioning is them not going down in the future. So here's look, look back 20 years ago. Medicare reimbursement rates were significantly higher. Every year they go down. So they're giving you 9% bonus. Well, that's great, but how much are they going to go down next year? So you see what I'm saying? So if you don't do anything, it's not like you're just going to lose 4%. You're going to lose 4% in addition to whatever they cut the cost of Medicare, Medicare reimbursements. So that, that to me is kind of like, well, that's, that could really hurt. You know, if they cut it one or 2% and you lose 4%, holy shnikes, that's, you know, you're in a lot of businesses, four or 5% is your, is your margin of profit. You might lose all your profit next year. Or you have to see 5 or 10% more people to make up for it. That's a lot. That's more work. Now, that being said, I think it's more work keeping track of all this this BS that we have to do for core measures. Now, what does it mean? What does it really mean? There's, there's like three areas or four areas, and I read it, and I didn't memorize it because it's not applicable to me as of yet, but it will be eventually to all of us. Under MIPS, you have, and well, there's, there's just let's say this too. There's MIPS, and then there's an alternative method, advanced something, decision making, I don't know, something. It's ADMs is what it's called, or APMs or something like that. Um, advanced uh, payment model or something like that. I don't know. It's a different model, and, and I don't think most people are going to fall under that one. I think most people are going to fall under the, the, um, the MIPS program. Now, as far as MIPS is concerned, there's basically several areas that they look at to see if you're meeting your quality measures. One is actually like, you know, performance-based. 
So you've, you know, you're not prescribing. And then I went to and looked at, looked at some of the core measures too. There's like 168 core measures you can choose from and you have to have so many of them to get credit. And I don't know what it is. I think it's eight or four or 10 or I don't know. It's a number. There's a number for it. I can't remember what it is, but the core measures would be something along the lines of, um, I'm trying to think of ones that would be applicable to me. Hypertension, you know, meeting goals, you know, less than 140 or something like that. Or it would be, um, um, what was some of the other ones? There was like, I don't know, eight or 10 of them for cataracts. There was one for otitis externa that you're, you know, providing eardrops for otitis externa, you know, and, and so, yeah, that's fine. But if you see one or two of those a year that, you know, you meet your criteria, but is that sufficient enough to get credit through the MIPS program so that you don't lose your, your percentage? I don't know. And I don't, I'm not sure they know yet. The other thing that you could do is so you well so basically you think your 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 procedure or your process of of um, sorry it's really foggy out it's probably not the safest to do a show but this morning but it's okay if I end up in a ditch you guys come send out send out the tow truck or something right um, so the MIPS thing right so we got. Um, different measures that they use, right? So we did the 168 or whatever it is. And they're, they're crazy. There's like a lot of them with surgeries and with cataracts and with, you know, just weird off the wall stuff that I would have been like, that is not a quality measure that I would have really thought would be that big of a, a marker to indicate health in our American population. Those core measures to me, you know, whether you get an antibiotic drop for your ear, which they don't even freaking cover under their insurance plan, right? Isn't that sick that that's, you know, Medicaid doesn't cover, Medicaid doesn't. I don't know if Medicare does, probably not at all anyways, because they're even worse. They, they don't cover eardrops for the Cipridex. They don't cover it. So it's crazy to me. You got to use the ophthalmic drops to get the price to get it covered. <clears throat> it's insane. So what are these core measures? It doesn't make any sense to me. Now, some of them are okay. You know, like the blood pressure one, sure. The A1C less than seven or whatever it is. You know, BMI goals. But these are all tied to people wanting to actually take care of themselves. And if you can't initiate change for them and they don't want to do it, your reimbursement rate will be directly tied to it. So what's going to happen? People are going to get, I'm going to refer out. I'll give you three months to correct. You can't correct, you get a referral. It goes on someone else's scorecard, not mine. Your diabetes is being managed by endocrinology from now on because you will not participate in your care. Bye. And guess what? They won't see you because they won't take the hit. So you either get get on board or you're not going to find a provider that's going to cover it. Or you're going to get a provider that's doing it and basically donating you know, 4% or more to what, what are they going to do next year? Who knows? It's not just 4% this next year, but the year after in 2019, God only knows what they're going to drop it. They might cut you out of Medicare altogether. So if you're a Medicare patient and you, um, have diabetes and you don't care and you got an A1C of 14, you're going to not going to find anybody that's going to give you care. It's just, it's the wave of the future until, until single payer hits. So but this is going to be how they're going to make pe- people scream in the streets that healthcare is a disaster and that you need to go um, to the government and beg them to help you and they will take over. And then they'll give it insulin all day long. They don't care what your A1C is. They'll give you as much insulin as you want because it's not their money. It's your money, my money. They don't care. 
So there's there's that portion of it is the quality measures, and, then, and but the, but there was also other things that they're going to be looking at, and, and the quality measures that they were talking about were the main ones that said in this this handout that I read, and it said that that's the one that they're going to weight the most on your reimbursement adjustment is what I'm calling. It. I don't know what it actually is called, but they also look at cost, they look at effectiveness, and you know all these other things. So that's there's like four of them that they look at, but quality measures seem to be the one that was the most most um, applicable, but they all will be. Now, one thing that I saw out there that I was like, man, I just don't like the idea of this at all. Now there's a cop up there. What's going on? Seriously? Need to get to work. All right, what happened? Somebody went in the ditch. Ooh, yeah, they did go in a ditch. Holy shnikes, guys. It's a big truck, too. That sucks. That's a nice truck. Man, he's screwed. They're going to wreck that thing. Sorry, buddy. Cops there. You're good. He's standing on the side of the road. He's not hurt. All right. Sorry for that. The, um, where was I? That was distracting. So there's going to be multiple ways that you can get your your reimbursements cut (laughs) is what it comes down to. But it's going to be difficult. This is all by design, by the way. They're doing this to push the single pair. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. People that are like borderline with their care, that have private insurance, it's not hitting them yet, but it will. It's going to be, you know, a couple years, it's going to hit them. And it'll be mandated that, that you know, as an insurer, you got to do it this way if you want to play ball. And it's going to follow. It will. Now, one thing that I, th- I heard was weird. This is where I was going. Uh, that that um, That's weird is it's tied to your NPI number. Ooh, right? So there's two ways they're doing it. Now, my, my somebody I was talking to at work was saying, your NPI number, you're going to get judged on your NPI number based on your quality measures that you bill out, right? So if your people aren't meeting their hypertension goals, if your people aren't getting their A1Cs down, if, if they got cataract surgeries or whatever, or their cataracts are getting worse, or I, I don't know, whatever, whatever those weird 168 core measures that are out there are. And I, I scrolled through about, I don't know, 30 of them, and they were like, wow, these, most of them don't apply to me. <clears throat> it's going to tie to your MPI. However, you have to put your MPI number in to see if you've been selected that you are going to be the one that's getting audited, per se. So you can go type in MIPS, quality measure, and just start reading, and you'll find the, the thing to check your MPI number. So you can do MIPS, NPI, or whatever, and it's got a lookup. I plugged mine in, and I'm not mine's not on there. I'm not audited yet. Now that doesn't mean that next year I won't be, because it, it said that you probably will be the next the next cycle. Um, but you can alternate alternatively sign up for MIPS through your office MPI number, as and do it as a group. And that's the way that I would, you know, just to be honest with you, that's the way I want it in my office. I want my office who gets my reimbursements to be the one that's tied to it. Because here's the problem. If I have a crappy charting system, and I'm not saying I do. Mine's kind of eh, probably in the middle. It's not the greatest. It's bulky and slow, but it's, you know, it gets, gets it done. But if I have a really crappy one in a different office that doesn't have the core measures easily attainable to put in there and and because my office is a laggard I shouldn't have to pay the price for that personally whether my my office doesn't find value in following the core measures in the MIPS program and this this whole new all the rules coming out of their macro 
then, then that's not my fault. So I shouldn't get punished for that. So if I were to be seeking an employment opportunity right now that was in a private clinic, you could bet your bottom dollar I'd be asking some questions about MIPS and what's their process and are we doing it individually? Are you doing it as an office? What's the thought process here? And if they don't know anything about it, then I'd be even more leery because to be honest with you, they're going to lose 4% next year if they don't know anything about it. And they, they're going to get rolled over like a, like a, like a freight train. It's going to roll them right over. They're going to lose a ton of money and they're going to struggle and they're going to beat you up and take it out on you. <laughs> they're going to beat you up by making you see 4% more people in a year. That adds up. That's a lot of work. When in reality, I want to just make the most amount of money and do the least amount of work. That's the best goal out there. I don't know. That's the theory anyways. It doesn't work all the time, right? Um, as, as a company, that's the my business philosophy. You don't want to just do work to do work and not get paid for it. It doesn't make any sense. So that's my short take on MIPS and MACRA. It's kind of neat. I don't know if it's going to be a pain in the ass or not. I'm guessing it's going to be a major pain in the ass. I think getting it out there and getting it enrolled and making sure that you're meeting the requirements is the hardest part of this thing. And so, you know, I've been telling you guys for a while to make sure you're doing your core measures and start thinking about getting your hypertension and diabetes and, and monitoring that because it's coming down the pike. Well, it's, it's here. It's, it's already, it's been here in reality, but, but, um, it's going to get more painful next year for sure. A lot of people are going to lose some money. There's, and I guarantee there's going to be some offices closing because 4% loss of your revenue. If you're making, you know, just barely making your payments on things, that's going to hurt. And as an NP practice, if you're an NP owned practice out there, 4% is huge. That's a huge number. So you guys got to be on the ball with this. You just do. It's the it's going to have to happen. Now the other option is you do private insurance only, but in reality in 2 or 3 years they're going to be doing it too. So either you get on board with your Medicare and use that as the 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 template so to speak to get things underway and get things in the processes in place and then roll it into your private insurance. That's one way to do it. But this is all designed to, to pump us to single payer just a little bit quicker. It's all going to happen. And people are going to be up in arms as soon as their Medicare doesn't pay anything. Uh, well, they're not pay, they're, they'll pay for it. They just can't get any providers that want to see them because they're not. They're a, they, they cause a ding in their in their core measures. You know, I shouldn't get ju- judged because you know, grandma doesn't want to take her insulin. It's just or, or her synthroid or whatever that's causing her to have that problem. I don't. It just doesn't. Shouldn't get shouldn't get attached to me if somebody doesn't want to give a crap about themselves if that's the case then why do they even go to the physician or nurse practitioner or pa in the first place they, they, they you know i get people all the time and mostly medicaid is what i see but you know i get people all the time they just come and they get their metformin and they think that's all they need to do for their diabetes and they got a1c in the 12s and i'm like you don't understand you need to start insulin <laughs> we're starting insulin no i won't do that well then you're going to endocrinology because i'm kicking you out because it's, it's kind of my philosophy now is if you're not going to take care of yourself, I don't have time for you. <laughs> I want to take care of you, but I'm paying for you to be unhealthy in this society. And you choose not to be healthy. That's your choice. We shouldn't, as a society, pay for people that want to basically kill themselves slowly. I don't get it. I educate them. They're well aware of what they need to do. I give them a good three months, I educate them, I have them come back for a nurse visit and talk with educate, I offer it diabetes education f- referrals that'll be paid for for free. 
Why don't you want to take care of yourself? Oh, I'm just depressed. Okay, well, how about a counselor? You know, I just, I go to my wit's end to help people, and yet they don't help themselves. And, um, you know, once I hit the end of the road, I'm telling them, this is it. You're going endocrinology. And, and I tell them, right, point blank. And they feel like I've, you know, like they've let me down. And I'm like, yeah, you did, dude. You, you, you let me down. You let you down. You, you got to take care of yourself. Stop eating a dozen do- hot dogs every day. Come on. Eating donuts like they're going out of style. It's ridiculous. And we're going to get measured on that as providers. You could be the best provider in the world to understand everything, motivate, do everything. You're still going to get people that don't do what they're supposed to do, and it's going to affect your paycheck. Does that make sense? Let that sink in. Someone else has independent ability to affect your paycheck. Only tied to the government is this crap allowed. Right? I mean, free market, just you, you do what you want. You, you want to come see me? I'll give you prescriptions. That's fine. But... You, you don't want to take care of yourself. That's your choice. It's free market. Let them do what they want. I think that if they don't meet core measures, now, do you think that they're going to tie their their coverage for Medicare and Medicaid based upon their desire to help themselves? It's not going to be that way. Well, it's not their fault. They don't know any different. It's you as a provider. You're failing them. <laughs> right? It's horrible. It's going to be horrible. Nogood.com. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Anyways, it, it's um, it's going to be scary. It's going to be painful. I think if you're on the leading curve, you'll make a little more money right off the bat. But it's only, again, with Medicare. So, you know, it's it's going to tie to everything. Medicaid's going to follow. All the states will pick up the same same thing. They'll let Medicare be the guinea pig because they got the big pockets to run this program and try to figure out how they're going to make it work. And then you'll see that the Medicaid's will fall right in line probably next year or the year after. And then the private insurances by, you know, I'm going to guess 2020. All the private insurances are going to have all these quality-based system. It's the same codes. It'll be G-codes that you, you use for Medicare that will be accepted by all the insurance plans, including the other pr- public plans. It's just going to happen. And then by then, it'll be all tied to you, your MPI individually. So they can look at you as a provider and say, look, you." one of the core measures, I thought this was kind of funny, is the, the not giving um, antibiotics in the case of acute bronchitis. And I look at that one and I say, well, it depends, right? I mean, that's not that simple. You can't just say, well... I'm going to not give antibiotics, but if I see upper respiratory infection, it's bacterial, but yet they've got a bronchitis as well, and that was the trigger for the bronchitis. So which one is it? So then you got to get creative with your billing and say, well, I code this as bronchitis, but I also got to make sure I put in sinusitis, upper respiratory infection, temperature, fevers, you know, all the other things that would be more of a bacterial infection rather than than just a, a bronchitis so that you don't get dinged on your, your core measure for that one. So it's just more charting. And the way it read in the, the, the handout, which I thought was kind of interesting, was just the, the context, the connotation, if you will, of how this thing was written, was that individual health throughout the United States is going to get, this is how they're tracking it now. This is how they're, they're tracking your individual health based upon your core measures. Whereas before, through Medicare, Medicaid, and, and all these, they saw the billing codes of a 99213, and they paid that out as such. But unless they audited the chart, they really didn't know what you were being seen for. Guess what now, guys? Not only are they going to know every phone call you make, 
They're going to know every every illness you have and all the core measures are being met or not for you individually as a, as a human being in the United States. That sounds a, just really, really oppressive to me. Talk about a slippery slope type argument. I mean, it doesn't take long before, you know, Big Brother, I mean, I'm conspiracy theorist all the way, trust me, man, I, I, but this is just too much. These guys are crazy. They're, they're doing some stupid shit here. They want everything, they want to know everything about you on every level. On every level. They're going to know everything about you guys. Every cough, cold, tickle in your throat, they're going to know it. I, I just don't feel comfortable with that. I don't want my government knowing that much about me. I pay my taxes. That's all you need to know. I do my job. I pay my taxes. I go home and I live my life. That's that's the way that federal government's supposed to be. You leave me alone. I don't know. It's just it's frustrating to me to see our liberties lost and and so many Americans just willing to give them up because of security. Oh, but I could get my Medicare expansion and I could get a little bit more reimbursement through Medicare. I say we all boycott and say, screw off. Let's just go private insurance. Go back to the old days. Rub some dirt in it. <laughs> Rub some dirt in that diabetes. It'll be all right, right? <laughs> go for a friggin' walk. I mean, come on. Start taking care of yourself. And maybe that's what they're trying to do too. Maybe they're making it so painful that your only option is eating healthier food. But they, that can't be it because big food owns... owns half of the government I don't know I don't know what do you guys think what do you guys think about this do you think it's going to be a pain in the ass are you guys doing it I want to hear from you guys that are already doing core measures are you guys going to meet your uh, 9% this year are you going to get your four, your flat even or are you going to lose 4% I want to hear which which one you guys are and uh, I want to know uh, what your guys thoughts are if you think this is going to be a big deal if you think it's going to be a good thing I, i'd love to hear opposing arguments of how this is going to be perfect and wonderful and how it's going to help because so far all i see is a pin in the ass and it's just designed to make us go faster away from liberty and closer to a single payer system I, that's the way i see it so i want to hear from you guys email me jeff at the npdude.com you can always always catch me on facebook Send me a PM through the NP dude, or you can just send me a PM personally. It's fine. Jeff Powers works. Works too. Um, don't forget about the um, Amazon affiliate link. It went really flat though, because I was like quiet there. I had a lot of a lot of people sharing the show still, and I had a lot of upticks in in likes, and uh, which is awesome. And I had a huge number of people listen to that last show, which was amazing. But um, the Amazon affiliate link's flat, so I need you guys to buy some stuff. We got to pay for this thing. So here's what you do: you go to my website, thenpdude.com. You uh, look for the Amazon box that's either on the side of the website, if you're on the full page, or if you're on your mobile device, it's at the bottom. And what you do is you click on that link. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping you otherwise would have done. It doesn't cost you a single cent more. I promise it doesn't. But what it does do is it kicks me back about eh, three, four, five percent, depends on what you buy. So it just is a way to help support the show. I get a couple bucks here and there. And what that does is it, you, you get to use that for uh, web hosting next year. So when my wife sees the bill and says, what are you doing? This is a lot of money sitting here. Then uh, I can say, look, I, I got some people helping out. And we're doing this together. So uh, don't forget to use the Amazon affiliate link. I really appreciate it, guys. I really appreciate all you guys have been doing, sharing the show and, and telling your friends about what's going on with the show. And I'm just having so much fun with you guys, and I'm learning so much. And if there's something that's bugging you guys, I need to know about it. you got to email me. 
you got to let me know. You got to PM me. I got to hear what's going on with you guys. And I want to see what um, what other th- ideas you guys have for what you want to hear about. This is just one that's been been tickling my brain for the last you know week or so. And um, my boss said something to me, and I was like, I want to check into that, you know, because I just am curious to see what the rules are and what you just get educated on this because it's something that yeah nobody's talking about. I don't see a lot of this going on the uh, Facebook forums. I don't hear anybody talking about this on the Facebook forums, and it's already in effect. It's this is the transition year, guys. It's going to hit like a ton of bricks next year if your offices aren't doing this. We, you got to be talking to them, saying, "Hey, we need to we need to do this." You might be the white knight saving things here, because uh, saving them four percent. If if you if you guys get your act together and you still got a quarter left of the year, you might be able to get your credit. I don't know. Maybe you're doing some core measures, but it's kind of full through the cracks. So get your core measures figured out, guys, because it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a pain in the ass. So, but thanks again for listening, guys. Enjoy your week. Have a wonderful day. Try not to die in the ditch on the side of the road in the fog. I'm going to try to do that, and uh, we'll talk soon.